0: we
1: edition of pod racers a star wars podcast we've got matt and damon matt damon not the matt damon but
0: uh matt damon
1: matt damon i uh, i just i'm gonna go into the weeds right off the hop i just watched rounders again for the first time in like a million years that's a great movie have you ever seen it yes
0: oh you know what speaking of good movies that i just watched that made me think of star wars uh yesterday i watched looper oh that's uh, a good movie too that was directed by directed and written by Ryan Johnson. Was it really? Yeah. And I I almost crapped my pants when I saw Ryan that right Johnson's up
1: come up with some pretty like, good. That stuff. That was a
0: wicked movie. Like, yeah, what did you do to Star Wars? <laughs> 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 right?
1: Like, I'll tell you we, what he did to Looper Star Wars.
0: Cooper was so good. I Looper bet was you awesome.
1: Honestly, I bet you Ryan Johnson could come up with a good Star Wars flick.
0: Oh, probably. I just maybe it's too much corporate involvement. I don't
1: know. I think a lot of that, and I think could they be. said do what you want. And he was like, okay, let's fuck this shit up. Yeah,
0: that's the wrong person, I guess, to ask to do it.
1: But whatever. What are you gonna do? Anyway, uh, lots to get into here on this episode of Pod Racers. So uh we've got our top five outfits. Outfits. And it'll be interesting to see where we draw on this outfit thing. Um, I only got nine. I do have my top five and I have some honorable mentions.
0: I got three honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I could have I could have made so many, but I was just like, you know what, I'll just When I think of Star Wars characters or like crazy outfits, I like it.
1: I have two of the same person.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. I believe that probably Padme.
1: (laughs) No, it's not Padme. Oh, it's not
0: Padme. It's not Padme and it's not
1: Leia. So Um, we got our book of Boba Fett review. We're on to episode number four, the gathering storm. This is another great episode. And uh, after this, it gets, it gets fast. And And it it also gets a little
0: distracted, a little distracted,
1: but (laughs) I think that's on purpose because I think, what they're trying to do here is to build a universe that's cohesive and makes sense. And I, I think you will have the name of a show, Cassian Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Cassian Those, Andor,
0: all about C-3PO.
1: <laughs> they, they might interact a little bit. And I'm okay with that, as long yeah. as it makes sense. And I, I, I thought, was the, Boba Fett, I thought it made sense.
0: Yeah, some parts of it.
1: There was some. I'd say it, it was... all
0: parts of it. So, like, I guess, you know, most people probably know that are listening to our podcast since we're, what, probably six weeks behind now? Mm, um, a few. Like like who comes back in the yeah, next episode, yeah. right? Right. Um, so, spoilers if you're listening to this and somehow watching the episodes with us. Um, you pour us out. Please turn off your microphone or your speakers because spoilers we're going are... to ruin something. Yeah. But yeah, so like when Mando comes back, like what? I've been thinking about this. Oh, um, right. I saw it. When I've been thinking about it, and like I guess the reason why, like don't get me wrong, I love all the storytelling that's been done. Yes, I just don't like the way it's been done.
1: You and think I feel like
0: with Star, you, like no, and I couldn't figure out why for a long time. And I think today when I was watching um, some of Boba Fett. I was thinking about like why I didn't like the timeline, the way they've been telling the story. Okay. And it's that if I want to go back and, and just watch one part of somebody's story, I have to go into someone else's story to do
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can understand that.
0: You know, like if I want to like, like for the Mandalorian, the next two episodes after this one, like that easily could have just been a Mandalorian miniseries. Like how yep. cool would that have been? It could have just been included in season three of Mandalorian. Or it could have been the first two episodes of season three of Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, they could have just put those things in there as this part of a story, and that's the Mandalorian story. And, you know, and then he just shows up in Boba Fett. But he and Grogu steal the show in Boba Fett, just like Luke Skywalker steals the show in Mandalorian. You know, like, the the conclusions of these series have not been... uh, by the people that the series is about.
1: I, I get you know yeah, what I mean? I, and, I understand. And so
0: like these things, this is what bothers me about the storytelling. It doesn't, I love it. I love the world building that they're doing. It's phenomenal and it's great. And I'm so glad that I get to see some things that I always wondered about. Um, but if I were to go and tell my mom, who's never watched Star Wars, oh, you just <laughs> want to know what happens to Luke after Return of the Jedi? There you go. Well, you got to go watch episode six of the book of boba fett yeah do you know what i mean and then you gotta see episode episode whatever 14 16 of mandalorian Mandalorian. right and like if you want to know what happens to boba fett well then you gotta watch episodes one to four of the book of boba fett and then a tiny bit of episode six and then episode seven and like it's kind of like that just seems st- stupid.
1: I, I understand what you're saying there. And you I get that. That makes sense. But I love the way, the, way they
0: I love the way they're telling this. I love the storytelling. I just don't love the way they're telling it, I guess.
1: I agree how you're saying. Um I do understand what you're saying. I think I would yeah, I agree. I think the big problem is the storytelling for people that don't understand Star Wars or, or aren't paying attention to the degree that we are. You're absolutely right. It is too jarring, yeah. and even even the flashbacks can be a bit jarring as well. I've, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I've conditioned myself for flashbacks because of The Witcher season mm. one was like super mm. confusing.
0: Yeah, that was super confusing. I
1: had to watch it three times <laughs> to to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, right. Like, and and. But with that being said, I wasn't huge into the Witcher. Like I kind of mm-hmm. played the game. Um, I watched the first season, then I did play the game, and I was I, I love the Witcher, I love everything about it. It's a great story. I like the characters. Henry mm-hmm. Cavill is he's awesome. He's awesome. Um, I, I I needed to dive into the universe to understand how they were going about the first season. The second season, it was more straightforward. Great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Star Wars, the the television shows outside of... Uh, okay, so the live-action television shows, it has been different because there has been a lot of flashbacks and a lot... Like, even in Mandalorian, we saw flashbacks to um, the, I guess, the raising of Mandalore, mm-hmm. right? With with Din um, Jajarin becoming a Mandalorian. Yeah. And, and everything that went with that. So... There were flashbacks in that, and then of course Mando or uh, Boba Fett, the just the back to tank flashbacks. I like it though. I like how they're going about it. I think. I wonder how much input Dave Filoni has in with Boba Fett.
0: I don't know. I'm sure he was more like, "Okay, this is where was, the overall story is going," yes. and you'd run by, just run it by me. Yeah. Like right. it, I, like think I won't fix it or tamper with it too much unless it messes with the Star Wars timeline.
1: Yeah. I'll give you everything I know about Star Wars that comes from George. Yeah. And you, here's your, you tell me your story. Story's good. Okay. You want to use these characters? Yeah. it uh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so Katana. Okay. I'll take everything that she does and I'll write the whole episode and, and that's my baby. Just leave yeah. me alone with that. Okay. Great. Right, Great. Right. And I'm, I'm golden with that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm okay with that because I do want to see other people tell stories. I don't yeah. want it to be the Dave Filoni show. No, even exactly. though he's amazing.
0: he is. So, and you know what, like, and, and he can't tell every story that I want to know too. Right, right? right. So he's kind of got to take a step back now and be like the over, like the, the story story, right. He's got the story story in his brain he's and everybody else awesome. has to write the stories. Yeah, that he's got in his brain and direct them and whatever now exactly um so but it's exciting yeah and like having him come in and write an episode or two every now again and direct an episode i think that's good it'll keep him happy with star wars well he probably wouldn't want to step back and do what he kind of has to do now i think i think
1: the the coming into the live action thing was new territory for him anyway right Mm -hmm. so for him it's dipping his toes into what he loves the most and he's making live action on it oh my goodness it must just be it just must be joy yeah like I can't imagine seeing um Ahsoka Tano in live action for that first time and being like yeah this is me Mm -hmm. this is all me I created this character I poured my heart and soul into this character." I'm proud of this character and now I get to see it fully realized like that mm-hmm. must be just such an amazing experience mm-hmm. and yeah. to see where it goes. Cause we've had Ahsoka now twice, once in Mando uh, once in book of Boba. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I could speak for you anyway. We want more Ahsoka Tana.
0: Yes, we certainly do.
1: Right. So like, that's that's good that's great and so when that tv show comes out oh man i am i, I know obviously dave filoni's gonna have his fingers oh, dipped yeah. into that pile like crazy so yeah it's good uh let's get into some news before we get into all of our other fun stuff um i did find a little piece saying that john favreau has apparently signed a, a big contract with disney mm-hmm. to continue to bring star wars to the forefront of all things disney which is exciting I think that that's nice. what everybody wants to hear. Yep, yep. Because I think we all know Dave Filoni is <laughs> Star Wars for life. I don't think he's going anywhere. Nope. Um, saw this as well, John Williams, who just recently turned ninety. I think really? it was oh. as he's composed the Obi Wan Kenobi main theme, mm-hmm. which gets me stoked to hear that. I imagine yeah. a lot of nostalgia will be on that theme. Yeah. Star Wars Force kind of theme and and work with that, um, and or season two apparently is already in the works. Already, we yeah, we haven't even seen season one.
0: Yeah, it must be that good, eh? Well, well
1: who who <laughs> is it? I was reading. Oh, who who's the doctor from Thor?
0: Oh, uh, Alan Skarsgard.
1: Skarsgard for sure. Is it? Yes. Um. He he was saying, Eric? absolutely. No, that's yeah. his Eric Selvig. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs>
1: he, but him, yes. Uh, he has. Yeah, he's talked about how he Stellan Skarsgård.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. He absolutely loves the writing on on the Cassian Andor series. Oh really? Yeah. And so, and Skarsgård also revealed that Andor season two will begin filming. Uh, in fall 2022 and that was from that's off of starwarsnewsnet.com that's sweet yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they pin that show because obviously we know cassian and or dies he he gets blown up (laughs) uh yeah i don't
0: know how they'll do that like it can't go on
1: for that long
0: Maybe it'll be like Boba Fett, and he's just the tie that binds, and it's all sorts of like different stories of the rebellion as he goes and does jobs for different leaders.
1: And I think I'd like to see that.
0: That'd be pretty. I've cool. heard.
1: I think I've heard with Andor. Um, oh no, maybe it's with Obi Wan. Uh, Jimmy Smith is reprising his role as uh, Bail. Oh,
0: that's Bail Organa. Nice. Yeah. Sweet.
1: So I wonder if we'll see him in Andor as well. Hopefully. Because it would make sense. It would. Because if I'm not mistaken bail is like big money for the rebellion is he yeah
0: he's a high back high funder whatever you want to call
1: so that's cool i just i cannot wait for the obi-wan kenobi show i just i need it
0: (laughs) yeah give it to me now
1: i seriously it 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 has to come i I don't want to wait Mm -hmm. may the 20 what is it may the 28th i get it or 25th i get it you're doing it just release it now (laughs)
0: well i heard one of the things that i heard in the news or read in the news i guess um was that there was some kind of uh page leak from a star wars news magazine Uh oh that revealed the uh bad Batch's uh season two will be starting this spring so may the fourth so probably may the fourth
1: yeah that'll be interesting because now we got to think bad batch is I wonder if Bad Batch could be one of those shows that leads into Obi-Wan.
0: It could definitely tie in, in some way, shape, or form. Like, how cool it would be if the Bad Batch showed up in Obi-Wan. Actually, you know what? No, no. They're not going to be going on at the same time. There's going to be, like, 10 years apart or whatever.
1: For the most part. Because, obviously, we're going to have, and this is just speculation on my part, we're going to get the clones against the Stormtroopers. Probably it only makes sense because how do you eradicate the clones
0: or decommission the clone
1: army, as they say, or you got to
0: kill them, I suppose, or you send them in on missions that are suicide missions until they're all dead.
1: You could do that. But you would think that the clones would eventually be like, wait a minute.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, where are all my brothers? Good soldiers follow orders though. That's right.
1: Yes. But how can you tamper with, how can you tamper with that Order sixty six? Maybe uh, he's
0: got maybe he's got more orders. Palpatine. Yeah, He can always do that. Of course, he's got Execute more. Execute Order sixty seven, and that's like uh,
1: <laughs> go play hockey on, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't like
0: worry that.
1: about those wampas. They're not bad guys. Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> They're referees. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for star wars news for now yeah i don't have any other. news. i know that there's a bunch of books coming out that i'm really excited for disney has the cover of the they've released the cover of the new novel focused on uh obi-wan training with qui-gon it's called padawan it's Mm -hmm. a young ewan mcgregor in kind of cartoony form Mm -hmm. actually looks pretty good i can't wait to read that book
0: i actually i read some other news today uh there's uh the Mandalorian comic book.
1: Oh, I, yes, I have heard of that.
0: It'll be coming out this summer, I think. I don't know what it follows exactly, but I'm guessing it just is like the graphic version of the TV show. I wonder like what I picked up from it.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be that or if it's going to be introduction, more more like getting to the show, maybe a maybe. little prequel of it.
0: That'd be interesting. It's um, so Mando's backstory, maybe, yeah. before we meet him. That might not be a bad way of doing it because I don't really care to watch it in full. Like I kind of like a mystery and if I really want to delve into it, then opening up a comic book seems better. Correct. Way of doing it. So, yes. yeah, maybe maybe they could do that. That'd be you can cool. dive
1: a little into it and you can maybe see to me, that would be the perfect opportunity to, to do the flashbacks mm-hmm. with, with, uh, with a comic because you can just establish so much more life. I think in. Yes and you don't have to worry about time constraints and filming and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think you're right on that. Um, all right. You want to do top uh, five?
0: What was my other thing? Oh yeah. So I was just letting YouTube play the other day and I don't know which conspiracy star Wars theorists um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> came on, but it was an interesting one. And I guess it was talking about like the future of the sequel. Trilogy, yes. the, sequ- the sequel era. And I guess Daisy Risley doesn't want to do Star Wars anymore. Uh oh. Um, replace her. So they are going to replace her, but it was going to be like set in the future from when we last saw Ray. So it was going to be years later, and I, and they were saying that Rachel Weiss might become old, older Ray. I shouldn't say old Ray because she's not old; she's older. Really, that'd be kind of interesting. And I can see that. I like Rachel Weisz. I do, too. Um, Rachel so, Weisz,
1: obviously, of Mummy fame.
0: Yeah, so if she ever wanted to do Old Ray, or Old, I shouldn't say Old Ray, Older Ray. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if it's Old Ray, and they want to, like, make up her and CGI her or whatever it is to make her look old.
1: Well, she's um, 50 That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, she's 51.
0: Yeah, but 50 is the new 30 in Hollywood, exactly. isn't Dude,
1: it? I had no yeah. idea that she was married to Daniel Craig.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, that's Dave's cool. Ba-
1: James Bond is married to Rachel Weiss.
0: Hmm.
1: Wow, incredible! She looks fantastic for fifty-one, by the way.
0: She does. I would not have guessed that. I would have put her in. Her, well, I guess when did the Mummy come out? I was nineteen
1: ninety-nine.
0: Was that how? That was how long ago it was? Yeah, so it was, was fifteen. So yeah, I guess that's twenty-two years ago. So yeah, Bonkers. still I would have put her at about forty-five.
1: Yeah, not fifty-one.
0: So good just, job.
1: Just wow so yeah i could totally see her being it's older re- in the future
0: so that would be pretty cool i thought that was interesting i didn't even know who it was i wasn't really paying attention i was just kind of doing something and my youtube was just you know picking random, random oh shit you, for me you know
1: it's doomcock
0: um i don't know if it was doomcock or if it was mike zero or if it was somebody else doomcock doesn't show up on my list of uh people anymore mike zero doesn't either very often until I actively looked him up then he started yeah. appearing again I get a lot of Star Wars Meg I don't really like her but you know her uh, her analysis of episodes though is pretty damn good so I like it when she does that but her other Star Wars stuff is just like eh.
1: yeah I found this I went and looked for it because I was like we gotta we gotta talk about this Um, so it's from Callum Crumlish this is i'm just on the website let's talk about, about the uh racial racial yeah so i don't know there's outside of the service seems probably gonna happen to array, but with a new look oh it's one of these sites where it's all broken up into a thousand pieces i don't know oh
0: yeah you got to click oh it is mike Zero. <laughs> oh, is it mike zero yeah <laughs> okay and that yeah. guy came on my random stream uh and apparently
1: it's going to be a new animated series
0: well yeah i mean obviously there's going to be a new animated series the bad batch isn't the last thing you're ever going to do
1: zero claims a new animated series inspired by star wars legends is on its way to disney plus and will act as a direct sequel to the rise of skywalker and is to be released in 2024 We'll role see. ray will be taking on a brand new role in her community i i call bullocks to that i don't know rachel weiss would be a great
0: that would be awesome though
1: he'd be a great uh,
0: I'm, I'm disappointed that it was mike zero <laughs> yeah i know mike Zero's.
1: <laughs> now i don't
0: think it's gonna happen he's bad um, news <laughs> i feel like sometimes he just makes up things because he just needs to get people clicking on his channel oh for sure sometimes. Yeah. he's like oh speculation galore like oh this sounds reasonable star wars fans would click on something like that
1: ray will be a part of a new jedi order and will be a mother to a brand new character so basically the way it sounds is they're gonna they're gonna turn wait wait she's gonna be the mother to a brand new character yeah so she's
0: not about the jedi way then no no. she had a kid she's not allowed to have a kid the the jedi way
1: see i've I've heard differently on that. I can't remember where I saw it. I think it was a George Lucas quote, actually, that talks about the Jedi aren't celibate.
0: Yes, but they, they can't have they children can't because that
1: would be an attachment. attachment. You would think. But however, what is the
0: ultimate attachment, isn't it?
1: With that being said, in two episodes, Luke's going to do a big, big no no on the uh, Book of Boba Fett.
0: Right? big big no-no
1: yeah do you uh, do you want to get into it now already maybe we we should wait okay we'll wait it's it is it's a it's a force faux pas that's for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we'll talk about it afterwards when we get to that episode okay let's do our top five all right before we get too distracted and too off in the weeds yeah um top five this week for star wars is outfits or um I guess costumes or, or getups, costumes, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I like this. This is your idea, and I think it's fantastic. So, take it away. All right. So my uh
0: fifth place, or should we go with honorable mentions? I usually go with honorable mentions at like number two, right? Yeah. Let's. Try. Okay. No my number five. I'm going to go with the Mandalorian, fully okay. done up in Beskar with the spear. With the spear, because he looks extra badass with that spear sticking up over his shoulder. I thought. Is he rolling just, with the
1: darksaber right away too? Because that is badass. That
0: is badass. But you know what? I think the spear is cooler for some reason for Mando. But he just gets because of like oh, I almost yeah.
1: I almost spoiled it. <laughs> but just spear means I, nothing to him.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I know the spear means nothing to him. Um, but I feel like it's just cool. It is cool. You know, I don't know why. Because like, I love swords. Like, I've always loved swords ever since I was a little kid playing video games with swords. I love swords. Teenage Mutant Ninja
1: Turtles. Come on, uh,
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All the video games I played growing up, I always, I always loved the swords characters. Yeah, but the spear is cool. That's different, you it know. Is. And it's never been done justice in really any kind of media.
1: And you know, it like, gives us, it gives us fake double-bladed lightsaber feels for for Boba or for uh, Mando.
0: Yeah. And so like, I like the spear because, you know, the spear is like the oldest, pretty much the oldest weapon known to man, you know, and so like, or probably any civilization. And so I want to see the spear done well, because so many emperors and conquerors, they won with spear fighting, not sword fighting. So like, there's obviously some kind of skill involved in spear fighting. And we never, ever see that in any media in Hollywood. It's always a sword.
1: And man has to learn it quick
0: yeah so I want to see some more spear fighting. So I was very disappointed in a later episode with what happens to the spear. so um, but yeah, I really wanted to see that spear, especially because it's Beskar. It feels oh, like okay. like if you're gonna be the king of Mandalore, then you should be able to kill some Mandalorians sort of... well, with yeah. this... you that's know that's a I good mean? point yeah. you know this is that's actually the mark of the ruler because this cuts through Mandalorian armor. anyway, to me
1: which which is weird i kind of find that weird the beskar can beat beskar
0: well i guess it's just uh yeah it it's kind of silly but cuz like we have lightsabers fine.
1: that can't best lightsabers
0: yeah lightsabers are a tie
1: i so guess shouldn't beskar Bes-
0: beskar lightsabers are a tie but that's why the spear is cool right because yeah. no but I mean, like if, I mean if i mean like the lightsaber up-
1: and against another lightsaber is a tie yeah beskar beskar should be a tie I
0: I guess maybe I don't know. I
1: find it weird that it's separate that you can you can penetrate Beskar armor with Beskar. Yeah,
0: I guess steel. Can't steel can like a sharp enough sword cut through steel?
1: That's true. Okay, uh, that's fair. I, I'll give iron you iron
0: versus iron.
1: I'll give you that. That's fair.
0: Maybe I don't know. I've never really fought. Well, not never really. I have never fought in <laughs> uh, ancient medieval fights where I had to have armor and hit. You know, iron armor with iron weapons. I don't In one-on-one combat. Yeah. One-on-one right. combat, yeah.
1: Okay, my number one is Boba Fett. Okay. I mean, it's not Boba Fett. I think these... Are, I don't have a, a specific order for all of these. But mm-hmm. Boba Fett's up there. His armor was cool. When we first see Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi... Or not Return, uh, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. You, like, you're, you're immediately... And we've talked about this before, all right? Like, the he's the coolest guy. We're like, who is this? Yeah. We get to see his ship. We get to see him with Solo at the end, and he's yep. carting them up onto onto Slave One.
0: Yeah, Vader's and, dealing with them. Yeah, like there's, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's it. And then Episode Six kind of throws him into the Sarlacc pit with no real fanfare or anything like, But the whole idea of Boba Fett was cool. It was amazing. His armor mm-hmm. was different because it was colored it it had bings on it there's the hole or the dent in the in the helmet and scratches Mm -hmm. on the it just was it's such a cool thing and i have to say when Cobb vanth is wearing it it's even it's even cooler yeah because
0: he's taller yeah and it doesn't fit him as well yeah but But there's more spaces between there's more space between the plating and stuff
1: yes so that, that was my first one. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh My number four is the X-Wing suit. Yeah. I feel like that's iconic as hell. You know, the orange jumpsuit with like the is it cross, you know, the white borders or whatever it is. I don't know. And the helmet with like the rebellion sign on it. That's to me a pretty sweet. It's iconic. Suit.
1: Yeah. Right. And we all see it. You can tie that. I don't have the tie. Defender outfit on there but you could tie it In with the tie yeah, I don't like outfit. that one As much I don't either but they're both, a, they're both they're both same so, Yeah like you see A tie defender outside of His tie you're like oh I know who that is And same yeah. thing with an X-Wing fighter right like You, mm. you see them in their jumpsuits and you're like Oh yeah that's good oh, that guy pilot yeah, yeah That's an X-Wing I like that one That's good uh, Luke Skywalker From episode six when he's wearing The all black okay He's got the black glove and goes to Jabba's palace, and now he's a Jedi Knight. And Jabba's like, "Nah, you're not. Come on, now, (laughs) stop." We haven't seen those guys around in a while. But then,
0: and then, like in the in the final fight with Vader, it it breaks open to show the little white flap. Yes, Lucas does that on purpose. Of course. Um, and so that you can see that he's going back to the white, the light side now, Yeah, right? That's, it's totally symbolic. outfit. He was,
1: he was flirting with the dark a little bit. He's like, Luke is, tr- is trying to become a Jedi Knight. Like his father before him, he's dressed in black. Darth Vader is dressed in black. and well, then, he's
0: force choking the Gamorrean guards yeah. in Vader's palace.
1: Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, gets to, gets to fighting the emperor and fighting vader and yep the chess piece kind of slaps open a little bit and there's the white and you now we're like oh, okay here we go so yeah I, I i thought that outfit was appropriate i also liked how in episode one he's strictly white outfit all white yeah episode two or sorry episode four and then episode five it's gray mm-hmm. well right? they did that
0: with anakin too in the first yep. movie
1: yep that's right yeah Although i think Anakin was brown well i think the second movie yeah he was it was brown for the second movie and then it was black for the third Hmm. but um because i think
0: or does his his armor get darker and darker as it goes along we're talking episode two
1: anakin right yeah yeah i have his outfit i actually have his cosplay outfit And it's brown for the most part. There's like two black sashes that come down, mm, but everything okay. else is brown. But yeah, okay, what do you have next?
0: Uh, I have Padme at the end of episode one when she's got like all in white. Oh, she's, she's the, got queen. the thing behind her head. Yes, I, I, she's like an albino Dilophosaurus because <laughs> she's just got like this ridiculous <laughs> headpiece that just comes up and around like a Dilophosaurus like fan thing in Jurassic Park. But she's all radiant and luminescent, and
1: he's not spitting out tar. Looks, looks gorgeous, and
0: at uh, Newman holding like the weird little, the weird glowing orb.
1: That's right, with the Gungans. Yeah, when they share, and they they come together as a culture. Yeah, that's yes, I like that. That's good. Um, My next is actually Ray's episode nine outfit, her Jedi style outfit, right? Because she goes from again. Uh, Much the same kind of episode seven. She's it's a lighter outfit episode eight. It's kind of gray. And then episode nine, it gets a little darker as well until the end when she's fighting with uh, Ben against Mm -hmm. Palpatine. So that one, that's my next one. How about you? What's up next?
0: I got another episode nine outfit actually, and it's the Emperor's final costume. I think that one's the sickest one of all. Like all the Emperor's outfits, like Black, that one, and it's got
1: and it's got, and the, it's got red. the red. Yeah. yeah,
0: he looks like you know the boss. Like he is the bomb. If I saw that guy walking by me on the street, I'd give him a wide berth. Like just by the look of that outfit. Oh you yeah, know? so sinister looking and powerful looking somehow regal almost.
1: I have to admit. Are we going strictly from the, the TV slash movie universe?
0: I suppose if you have another one, I mean I had
1: Darth Revan as my next one.
0: Okay. I don't I've... even really know what Revan looks like. I can't remember. It, it's I remember more, his helmet. His it's helmet's his helmet
1: that sits out to me. His his look is much it, it's a bit of a cross between Jedi outfit and Sith outfit of the time. So this is obviously Knights of the Old Republic era. And then he's got the Mandalorian face mask.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at them now.
1: That he has. And I like that because the thing that stuck out the most for me was the fact that he wore the Mandalorian face mask because the Mandalorians had done such devastation around the universe. Hmm. And I just thought that was a cool connection.
0: It's It's a different kind of... Uh, Mandalorian face mask, it doesn't have like the thing that comes down, like the gladiator style or the whatever that is, gladiator style helmet.
1: Okay, I think you're up next.
0: Uh, yeah, it was our number one outfit, and I don't think it's going to be very hard to guess who I chose.
1: Gotta go Vader,
0: yeah, yeah, it's got to be Vader, it's got to be Vader. That's mine as well. like, if I had never seen Star Wars and I was walking down the street, the only thing that would be scary to me than the new Emperor's outfit would be seeing somebody that looked like Vader. Like, somebody seven foot tall in this half machine black suit with like a Kabuto type samurai helmet. And like, he's just designed to look scary and intimidating. And Devastating. And it's, it's so successful. One like of you. the
1: things that sticks out the most for me, and I saw it today it just happened to be like a pop-up on my Facebook page, was the scene in um, uh, Rogue One where mm-hmm. the Rebels are running and they, they've got the the plans to the Death Star and then you hear the breathing in the hallway and then mm-hmm. the saber lights up and you just see this silhouette of Vader and you're just like, holy shit, here we go. And then he butchers. Mm -hmm. rebels until they escape like yes his outfit has to be number one because it's nobody on the planet doesn't know who that is yeah like for the most part right like realistically a majority of people on this planet of earth when they see a picture of vader they go yeah that's darth vader Mm -hmm. like it just is and that's incredible
0: yeah like she like he's just uh yeah you know exactly that he's the really really bad guy and like he's scary as hell looking like his voice is amazing even though that's not really part of the costume and his look it just tops it off
1: it is though kinda it's it's totally a piece of the character big time right like try try like looking or finding online those those um videos where it's the actor uh sebastian stan yes
0: talking the guy talking no it's sebastian stan is the guy who looks like luke
1: it's anakin right that's old anakin I think yeah the he's... old
0: anakin guy he's like some shaw. German... Sebastian
1: shaw is who i'm thinking of my bad yeah you're right
0: and he sounds terrible apparently like you can't take him seriously
1: at all like no. and okay that's okay. Fill it in with. Here we go. Yeah. Bring in James Earl Jones and let him do his magic. And you're right. Yeah, like, that was awesome. It is so cool. Mm-hmm. Who do you have for honorable mentions?
0: All right. So my, is Vader was yours too? Vader was mine as well. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start at the bottom.
1: I'll start at the top.
0: Uh, Padme in the arena in Episode Two yeah. when it gets ripped. Okay. Oh yeah, That's a, I have that one as teenage, well. It's a teenage boy. Oh yeah, love that one. <laughs> Um, she looked great. I didn't take definitely Lea. gave me a crush on her.
1: I didn't take Leah on purpose. Lea? Leah on purpose. I don't yeah. have Leah from, from episode six.
0: I don't have any Leah outfits. We should. Oh, it was a slave bikini. Yeah, oh, man. We, you not know want. I didn't should. Even think about this. Yeah, it, it should be because it's
1: iconic as well.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe that's okay. That's going on my honorable mentions list. I, I can't believe I completely forgot about that. I one. kept
1: it off on purpose.
0: I am um, not.
1: <laughs> I have I have <laughs> I have Lando and Solo. Okay, right? Donald Glover and all the different outfits he has, and how he yeah. like, he's got the he's got the uh, what is it the dresser or not dresser, but like the cabinet full of like um, capes or something. It the capes, was it? yeah, capes that he has, and what's her face, Khaleesi takes one and wraps one around her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then I also have Lando in Episode Five. Wearing okay. Han Solo's clothing as they fly off to go find Solo. <laughs> it's great. Nobody questions it until Peter Griffin does in Family Guy.
0: <laughs> really, eh?
1: It's so funny. Go Seriously, go back and watch the ending of episode 5 where yeah. Chewie and Lando are taken off to go find Han. Which is like, what do you mean going to find Han? We all know mm. where he was going.
0: Yes. Going to get Han,
1: yeah, and yeah. he is wearing ha- Han's shirt and Han's pants. <laughs> I didn't even—I don't remember that. I'll have to you, rewatch that. Like you <laughs> won't until it's pointed out by Peter Griffin in the Star Wars. Um... Oh,
0: whatever that is that they did—the Family yeah. Guy thing. Yes, I never he, watched that.
1: He literally says at the end, "He's like nobody's going to say anything about about Lando wear the same crap that I'm supposed to be wearing. Like he's just <laughs> stealing my life." <laughs> but yeah those are the and then my last one is Cobb Banth and not 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 Boba Fett Cobb Banth but just Cobb Banth in general because he looks straight badass he looks like he's straight out of Justify but in Star Wars and I loved it
0: I don't know what Justified is
1: is Justified is a cowboy show that actually stars um Timothy Oliphant oh okay so huh here he is in this episode. Tim- Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, yeah. Timothy Oliphant, right? Yeah, here he is in Star Wars as Cobb Vanth, And it's not a stretch from his character in, in Justified. And he just, he's awesome. I could even go. I could even go. Um, what's his face? But I I don't know if I should. Ugh. Big yawn, sorry. Um Oh, I'm drawing a blank now.
0: Well, I still have a couple. Go ahead. Um, I actually have Kylo Ren. Okay. He does look pretty cool. And the cross saber too, which I think is part of the outfit. That was cross pretty Hill. Cool. Yep. bad. Badass. Um, like when he first whips that out, he looks he looks pretty good. He I does liked, I liked him. The mask um, and everything. And then and then actually my last honorable mention is Bane. Yeah, I was gonna say I Cad really, Bane as well. I really like Cad Bane. You know, he I love the hat. You know, his, his outfit is perfect. Like gunslinger West Western cowboy outlaw type, but in space look. And it's just like, even the way he stands, like everything about the way he looks is also intimidating. He's somebody else you wouldn't want to see walking on the street. You'd probably just look at him and. Oh, he looks bad. Yeah. He, I should probably not get close to that person.
1: I don't like the complaints that people were having about Cad Bane in Boba Fett. I know we're not yeah. there yet, but like I thought it I thought it looked great. I thought it looked great. Too. Live action and it's really
0: I, hard to bring things like Ahsoka didn't look good enough, like her whatever thing, Leku. Leku's long thing they were short. too short. Um but I understand that's from a prosthetics and filming type yeah. viewpoint. They can't do that where they can do it for Jennifer Beale's character or whatever in in the book There's of no Boba Fett. Action, oh, yes. who does by the way still looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Yeah. It's where Jennifer Beals' character Garza Whip.
0: Whip. I couldn't remember her name. I just called her the Hot Twilight, but then I'm like, well, I'm going to have to be specific because there's a lot of
1: (laughs) Hera and everybody that isn't a male.
0: Uh, Ayla Sakura. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They
0: turned her. This one.
1: No, I guess Shakti. Is Shakti.
0: No, she's like. Uh,
1: she's not like I'm trying uh, to remember.
0: No, she's like. Is she like Varys? Or Barris? No,
1: no Barris is like. Um, so.
0: I don't think Shakti was.
1: T is. Oh, she is a Tuggeratu. Oh, she is. Yeah. So Shakti is. Varus um, is. Um, I believe she is. Marielin, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. Okay, Marielin, which is the okay. same as her master. Well, her ma-
0: oh, Umbar, Luminara. I'm thinking, yeah. of, oh, I'm mixing up Luminara and Shakti. Yeah, Luminara so, and Duli is, yes, Shakti is definitely a Togruta or whatever yeah. it is, or Targruda, you said. But, uh, yeah, no, nice. there you go.
1: There's our top five. And I uh, some fun stuff in there. I like it. have to figure out a good top five for next week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's get into Book of Boba Fett. Episode right, four, good. The Gathering Storm. As uh, we get closer and closer, this is we're halfway through the show now. Or I guess once we're to the halfway point of this episode, we're halfway there. But um mm-hmm. Boba in the back to take again. We're getting another flashback. He's riding the banter through the sands of Tatooine. Um, and he, he gets to a position where he's actually s- like spying on Jabba's palace, or mm-hmm. I guess we're calling it, uh, Bibb's, Bibb, palace. Bibb's
0: palace at this point in the time. Yeah.
1: I I love how Boba talks to his bantha. Mm-hmm. Like he's like it's a his dog. Pet. Yeah, yeah. Like it's his pet, right? And he, he's lovingly like he feeds it. He's so compassionate.
0: Yeah, Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I found it strange that it ate meat. Like, he fed it that whatever <laughs> yeah. carcass that he was eating and cooking, right? I was Enjoy. surprised that thing ate meat. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's hungry. It's it's had a good walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: guess it just shows a different side of him now, right? Like, before well, his Boba Fett, he probably never, ever would have had a pet. Like There would have been nothing he would have cared about, right?
1: And it shows how much now of an impact have- that the Tuscans have had on it. That's the big thing. um He sees a flash of light in the distance, and then Boba comes upon a body laying on the ground, and it's Fennec. Yeah. They this play that
0: Mando sound too, big time. At that point.
1: Yep. Shout out to Mando season two mm-hmm. when that's how Fennec gets hurt. I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's some that's some injury too. Fett carries Fennec on Bantha back to a modder's parlor to help her. So this is the first time we've kind of. Come upon the mod community In, mm-hmm. in Star Wars The yeah. modder is hesitant Until Boba tosses down some coin And then modification scene happens He's Inserting all sorts of hardware Into yeah. Fennec's stomach
0: Yeah, this one, but I love this scene for some reason. I don't know what it it is about it, but like he just rolls up and there's all these weirdos outside and they all got these cybernetic parts, (laughs) right? And he's like, Oh God, what's he doing now? And then you go in there and you see this doctor and he looks like he's ready to DJ something, um, (laughs) you know? And like he's doing all these medical android procedures or whatever. No safety gear whatsoever. No no clean room, no nothing. No risk of infection, no mask, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And then, but was like, Oh, she needs parts. he's like, yeah, sorry, no Watkins. Like, she's gonna die and throws down goals. Like, you should have led with that. Yeah, (laughs) just the way he says that is hilarious. Wraps up his
1: previous client and then goes to
0: work. And then they show him like going through all his hand attachments for him to do the surgery. He's got like doesn't even have like a a, like a face guard to protect from like bright lights of all of his tools,
1: blood or anything like that.
0: Blood splattering. Yeah, it's just yeah. I thought it was a good scene. He's like, shows Um, up on
1: his street clothes to do surgery. (laughs) Fennec wakes up. They're laying next to a fire. Uh, She asks what happens. Boba Fett tells her, I saved you. And then she looks down and she sees her stomach and freaks out. Um, Fair assumption, I think. She asks who he is. He says, Boba Fett. And all she says is Boba is dead. Mm -hmm. So that's the general idea. Boba's dead. That's what everybody thinks. Died in the Sarlacc pit. And of course, flashback to to episode one, the seriously cool Boba in the Sarlacc pit getting digested for how long, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Could and be that long. Long enough, though. Those stormtroopers are dead.
0: Yeah, and he got best, scars, I guess. Best, the
1: Beskar saved him for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives backstory, then asks for her help in retrieving his fire spray gunship. So... I guess we, we aren't calling Maybe. it slave one for any
0: any no for and you obvious know I was, reasons. I guess so, but I was kind of disappointed there was no nod to that whatsoever, like in the series. I think you know, I, I think I get,
1: Disney has to do what they need to do to keep the word slave out of it. I suppose, but it was such a cool name for a ship, it was, and in the context of the show, it made sense, mm-hmm. right? Like well, he's but,
0: being reborn. It's not the same ship. It's going to be dubbed something else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Boba asks her. Um, yeah, he asks her hand in trying to help him get his ship back. Uh, she agrees, but as long as she gets her freedom. And then mm. Boba Fett says, if that's what you want, Fenix sends in a droid scout when they get to Boba's or uh, Bib Fortuna's palace. Uh, to scan the palace, and then we get to see it go through. And as it's running through the palace, we see her grid get ever bigger. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the villains that are inside, that they've got to take out. It's just full of people. Um, she asks what's next, and then Boba says that uh, he's going to find his armor, then kill the pig, that double-crossed him. Which mm-hmm. is, I'm like, huh? Like, Bib Fortuna double-crossed him? I don't know. That's what he's implying.
0: I really don't know what that one's coming, from, where that's coming from. Like I it, couldn't.
1: He doesn't even hesitate at the end of Mando.
0: No, he just, he just goes in and shoot. shoots him.
1: And yeah. Then sits on, tosses him on the ground, and sits on his throne.
0: Yeah. So, like, I guess he must have double-crossed him, but I don't Somehow. know how.
1: Yeah, like because at this maybe point,
0: there's something going on. Maybe they should have put that in a flashback. Like maybe think. Bib Fortuna double crosses him right before he has to go out and stand on the podium with Han Solo and. For the execution, right? Awesome. Maybe he screws him out of a lot of money, or I don't know, something like that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was cool. Like, I uh, I like this conversation he has with Fennec over over this. Like, yeah. you know, is is this a conversation where he's like he's tired of working with? Um,
1: partly they they have this conversation. A couple oh no, of this time. is la- this is later.
0: Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, but I like how he says, you know. The, the sand people, you know, rescued me and treated me like one of their own. But it wasn't she- until they cut the head off of uh, uh, under... Ground sand beast with a by sawing its head off with a chain, you know, like that was the only time that he began. Then he started to become accepted before that he was chained to a post, and yeah, he had to go dig <laughs> for water for the sand people. Yeah, so I just thought that was a little bit funny. Is like they, they found me and they treated me like, well, well you had to earn it, but I guess well, maybe that's like, part of being a sand person, got like at the same
1: know. time, Fennec had said too, like uh, they make you weak, and he's like, no, they make me strong, yeah, right? I learned,
0: yeah, he says that Fighting. later. He like, learns about the the strength of a tribe. Like a yep. tribe is so much more capable than an individual.
1: Exactly. Um, the time their guards patrol. They break in. There's a fight in the kitchen. They have an issue chasing a little droid, and then they come across his ship in the hangar, which everybody sees, and we're all like, "Yeah, let's get into it." The sounds, yeah. the flight. Oh my goodness. I, think I have so much editing to do on
0: this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this too. Like the, I don't know why, but the kitchen thing was like the robots. I didn't really like that much. It was goofy. It was, it was too goofy. But then when the robot is panicking and turns itself off, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That was hilarious. So like that kind of redeemed that scene. But if that robot hadn't have done that, I don't think I would have liked that scene at all.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, what does Boba say at the end too? Once it turns, he's like cheeky little bugger or something like that. Something like that. Like that yeah. And then they they go off. Or like in Phoenix, like, can we go now? <laughs> yeah. They they get to the ship. Uh, there's a big fight to get into the ship. Boba runs in to start it up. Phoenix fighting off everybody, and uh, she is like, "This is prime
0: She's master assassin." Phoenix. Yeah. Ship.
1: Like yeah. she's just picking people off left, right, and center. She's fighting guys on, on the ship as it's hovering around because they've got to open up the uh, the gate. Mm-hmm. Fennec takes a shot and then ducks into the ship and off they go fly. Um, he says something about he has to find his armor. Mm-hmm. And she, Fennec, says that she'll stay and help him with his journey. Mm-hmm. They get back to the Sarlacc pit and this, I thought this was kind of silly. It was cool to see, but at the same time. Yeah, I, I don't know, know what's going on. Like, Boba, so Boba <laughs> is, is looking in the Sarlacc's mouth. Was this, did he the shoot ship. the
0: biker game yet? He shot the biker game. Yeah, they this, killed the right? biker
1: game. Yes, you're right. They, I they love goes,
0: that scene. That just is goes so and He cool. butchers them. Because you just see the slave or the fire spray gunship just starting getting bigger and bigger behind (laughs) them as it catches up and then just guns them down. That scene was cool,
1: and it's it for everybody that's sitting there going, "Well, Boba Fett's too good of a guy." Well, no, good guys don't do that. No, right? Like he's still, he's not a bad guy. He's not a Mm -hmm. he's not a good guy. He's not anti-hero, or anything like like that. He's Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, and before that too, the conversation he has with Fennec, is like, okay, your your debt's paid. Where do you want me to drop you off? And she's yeah. basically like, I want to stick around and wherever you're going. Yeah, you know, so like she's he's endeared himself to her somehow.
1: Well, and there's um, there's leadership qualities within Boba Fett that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I, I kind of like the way that like it, it makes sense for Fennec Shan with the way things have gone yeah. with her, you know, and the way Boba's treated her. Like it does make sense for her to stick with him. Yep. So I think they I thought they did that really well.
1: I, I agree. Um so Boba positions the fire spray ship yeah. to like down inside the mouth of the Sarlacc. Um fennec is like, be careful, and then all of a sudden the Sarlacc wakes up, <laughs> suctions itself to the to the front of the, I guess the front of Boba's ship. There's tendrils are wrapping around it And it's holding it down Mm -hmm. And this is where I was like this is kind of dumb Because in And I I know That the movie is 40 plus years old I get it But Mm -hmm. in episode 6 Lando gets a tentacle wrapped around His leg and he's Holding onto a stick Yeah and he doesn't get hauled ass Down into the sarlacc pit
0: That's a good point
1: and they make yeah. it like the Sarlacc's holding a ship and like dragging it <laughs> into, yeah. into its mouth. Like he can't
0: get away. Yeah, it I
1: will. was like, come on, man. That's silly. The only way they get away is Fennec, um somehow drops down to get the, to click the button to the release size, the depth yeah. jar. Is and it, then yeah, it does its, it's thing.
0: thing. Yeah. Wham, poosh. yeah, I think this was all done just so we could see that. Yeah, explosion. hundred like, percent.
1: And it was it, cool.
0: I love that. That like, I just, I will never forget experiencing that sound effect in the theater <laughs> in episode two. Like that seismic charge thing, like through the so cool. is so cool. It is. It's so cool. just the coolest sound. And then yeah, so for them to put that in, how Fennec knew that was the button for it, I don't know. Well, it was. I is... was going to drop out of the back and like, yeah, exactly. Right, like there's so many things. But you know, Boba should have just said something like hit that button over there, right? Just just something like that. Because how the hell does Fennec know that that's going to drop a seismic charge? Boba doesn't say anything, he knows what she's going for, right? Like I'd be like, What the hell he can't say anything
1: because then his line at the end there would make no sense when he tells her, Don't touch any of my buttons. (laughs) Which was was so funny. Don't touch my buttons, (laughs) don't touch my buttons. Just a grumpy guy. Um, and then they have this discussion. He doesn't end up finding his armor. He actually goes back into the Sarlacc mm-hmm. to go find the armor. And he comes out and his face is all messed up again because of the acid. He's like, I don't know why what you're doing going back in there, but okay. His um, armor. I like, see, is that a bit of a plot hole or not? Because he climbs God. out of the Sarlacc with his armor.
0: Yeah, but then the what? you McCollum's the jaw was taken.
1: So I suppose
0: you could say that he's having a fever dream when okay. he breaks out of the sarlacc. And that okay. would be my guess. Like that's he has fair. vague, vague memories of things happening. Right. That's fair. Um, he probably doesn't really remember how he got out of the sarlacc. All they have to do is is say a one line to like explain the whole debate right. on that. Like I can't really remember how I got out.
1: And that's I was rescued
0: fair. by sand people.
1: Uh, he then offers Fennec something that she's never known loyalty yeah i like this conversation i do too and this is the one that you were talking about yeah he pledges his life to keep hers safe Mm -hmm. um and it and it's good because it makes sense
0: yeah and we kind of get the reason why fennec is now going to join boba fett because she kind of understands what he's talking about she realizes that he's right you know like i'm tired of working for idiots basically good pay, like, but
1: at the same time my life good is good pay the line.
0: but like you know i'm working for all these stupid people that are telling me to do things needlessly because they can't have a conversation or they can't fix their own problems like correct why are they getting me involved like i can do this stuff on my terms and i can make a lot more money and i can get rid of all these idiots that are you know stupid and ruining things and needlessly right like
1: and boba's like yep like this is, we become our own bosses instead.
0: Yeah, of- we become our own bosses and like, I'll give you loyalty. I'll cut you in on everything. You're not, a, you're he's not, a, she's not even a partner. She's part of a family, right? Yeah. Which I think is, is really nice. Like, especially oh. if you imagine being a bounty hunter and then never, like everybody's out for themselves, right? Like there's no trust, no loyalty. You can never, you could never have a relationship Nope. Like as a bounty hunter, right? Nope. Like you'd be worried too much that somebody was trying to assassinate you Correct. or whatever, you know? Like, so I think being able to offer that to her after she's had like a 40 year career or something, right? Cause she's in the bad batch, Yep. you know? So like,
1: that's probably something she's thought about a lot in her life. So Boba, it's cool. Boba awakens from the back to tank, uh, his droid congratulates him for 100% recovery. Uh, his injuries are all are all yeah. good and, and better, and this is where we have to assume he is now the Boba Fett that we saw in Mando. Yes,
0: he's no longer going to get his ass kicked right. by everybody. <laughs>
1: uh, Shand comes in and tells Boba that uh, he has to show his face. We we head to the sanctuary. Corsantin is drinking and he's watching his Trandzo- uh, Trandoshans are gambling away. They're having fun and enjoying life. He gets angry and angrier. Uh, as uh they enjoy their time and then then he explodes and just attacks everybody in the, in the building. Yeah. that's transocian yeah i't so so really under,
0: i didn't really understand this scene so I had to look it up but I guess oh yeah Wookiees Wookiees don't like and, and Trandoshans are like almost like mortal enemies yes I guess they're just constantly at war or fighting each other or something like that so like then it puts some context into the scene for me.
1: See, for me, I... He's I, getting
0: drunk, too, right? Yeah. You can tell he's getting drunk. Even as soon as Wookie. I saw the
1: Trandoshans and Chrysanthemum sitting there and he's mad, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> this isn't going to end well for anybody. Because um, it was I, I the love...
0: Trandoshans, in that episode where they come to offer tribute to Boba, the Trandoshans give him a Wookiee pelt.
1: That's right. Which is dirtbag. Moved yeah. by the Trandoshans, anyway. But yeah. uh, Boba walks into the uh, building and uh, is slightly amused to what's going on as this big fight's happening he uh uh Kersantin has one of the transocians holding him up off of the floor Garza whip uh mm-hmm. Jennifer Beals comes in stops him momentarily talking about as many victories mm-hmm. uh, in the gladiatorial games gives backstory on curssann mm-hmm. without actually having to do flashbacks
0: yeah she puffs up his ego yep big and-
1: time uh and then she, she tries to calm him down and yeah. even offers to pay his tab, which has become substantial. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sits there and he's looking at her and then casually rips one arm off of the Transdotion <laughs> and tosses it on the ground.
0: So I guess Transdotion's arms grow back. So that's Something. probably why he did it i, I guess read some of that they're, they're like lizard's tails or something you can rip the arms off a transdotion ocean and, and they grow back
1: oh my goodness it's so funny it's
0: hilarious
1: well the best part is the look on her face right she's not yeah, horrified she's like, no she's just like piss pissed <laughs> off she's like ah yeah, oh,
0: come on i gotta make clean up this mess now
1: yeah like what are you doing these are patrons here like come yeah. on he goes and he pays he pays one of the bar <laughs> tenders i guess or one of the attendees yeah. of the sanctuary mm-hmm. helmet polishers yeah he's walking <laughs> off Boba Fett smirks and then looks at uh Garza and says well ah, you tried
0: yeah <laughs> it was worth a shot yeah and
1: then she just shrugs <laughs> and turns around and tells Max to start playing mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything happens um yeah. I love it Boba follows Chrysanthemum out and then offers him a job so yeah. literally no hard feelings between there's him and, and Chrysanthemum
0: yeah, I suppose what he said made him think a lot, right? When he released him. Yeah. He like, yeah. What the fuck? Why would you do that? Like
1: I'll kill you right now.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was cool. The crew is it. now grown by one. They have a third person. Pretty his loyalty is going to stay with them though, will be interesting. Because he hasn't been yeah. the same kind of thing as as Fennec Shand has, right? To an extent. So, um, right. But yeah, like I, I think it's cool that he was with the crew loosely, at least as long as they were paying him. For now, now maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe Boba will, will appeal to him and say, "Hey, do you want to join my club, yeah. my tribe, in the future?" So,
1: um, back at the palace, the heads of the other families uh, around Tatooine sit and listen to Boba propose an alliance to fight against the Pikes, who are now the big threat on Tatooine. Mm. Uh, the family heads question spilling their own blood for Boba, and they ask why they, they would do that. And then, oh, baby Rancor starts getting a little angry and upset. Oh, and I love it seems this. Scene. fantastic. Yeah. Because Boba just sits there and he's like, oh. Oh. He oh, he's just a hungry. little hungry. Yeah, He's just a little hungry.
0: <laughs> but it's like such a sick power move, right? Like Big he time. sets up the table above the Rancor Pits cage. Yeah. Right. And you have no idea where they're sitting. Until all of a sudden, the rancor rattles the f- cage that they're all sitting on, right? Which is the funny. absolute shit out of them.
1: You would think that they would know about the pit. Like it's Jabba's palace. And yes, maybe the rancor is dead, but I still would want to sit above that.
0: I don't know. I guess, you know, they probably weren't paying attention. They weren't, I guess. Or the you know, table like was I, strategically I placed. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected something like that, right? So, <laughs> like the way he's just like dealing with the heads of the families is so well done. I love it. It's um, such a like gangster vibe, like big godfather time. type guy got vibe, you know, like
1: so all cool. of the all of the families say that they don't want to really fight for Boba. He just asks, so fine, I'll fight, but I want you guys to promise me that uh you'll be neutral mm-hmm. with the pikes. You're not gonna turn on me with the pikes. They all agree. As soon as they said that, I was like, they're all turning on him, obviously. Yeah. Like that's that's happening.
0: You know, I actually thought that a couple of them wouldn't. Because it seemed to me like Boba made a lot of sense, like right after that he scene, did. when all the families are leaving in their own, whatever, entourages, and he's talking with Fennec, and, you know, Fennec's like, do you trust them? And he's like, I trust that they'll work in their own best interest. Yeah. But I felt like a couple of them would have thought that, you know, maintaining control of Tatooine was in their best interest, Yeah. You know, or at least Mos Espa, anyway. Uh, well, and I was think... in their best interest. So, like, I was like, you know what? I don't think all of them are going to betray them. I think that there's going to be a few that maybe one or two, maybe that fucking dick guy with the the yellow face and the the red who looks like I don't know. I can't, I don't know any other oh name. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: but he was the most confrontational one. So I was yes. like, that guy's probably gonna betray him. And I felt like all the other ones might not.
1: Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out, and if you won't episodes. spoil that for you, no, <laughs>
0: we'll spoil the rest.
1: Um, and then that's it. He he prepares for war. Uh, Fennec asks him, uh, "Who do we have, or how much money do we have in reserve?" And Boba's like, uh, "Money's not an issue." And she's like, "Well, that's good because, or he I 'I don't, I, I don't need money, or I don't have a need for money. I have a need for muscle.'" And she says, "Well, muscle can be bought." Yeah. And then, and then they play then the
0: Mandalorians.
1: Big time. Just Mandalorian yeah. music to plan us out. And then uh that's it. That's the end of the episode.
0: All right. And then we get into the next episode next week. And that's uh all sorts of crazy. Amazing the bo- the episode. Book, the book just of very, Manda. very, very strange to talk about for the yeah. book of Boba Fett, but the amazing bo- episode.
1: The book of Manda. Yes. Manda the book
0: of whoever the heck it is. Manda book. Boba <laughs> yeah. Fett.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a great episode. So we'll watch that this week and then we'll come back next, next week. Next week
0: on characters in the star Wars universe. Yes, <laughs> We'll be checking in on
1: yeah.
0: Mandalorian during the book of Boba Fett.
1: Here we go. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think
0: we got that pretty good.
1: Um, yeah. I liked fun. that episode. A I good did episode.
0: too. I haven't it finally, it finally, like for me, when I'm watching Move this forward. the first time I'm like, okay, now I see everything was like starting to come together. Can't wait. They're going to go get Mandalorian next episode because they hinted at it with the flute thing. And we're going to have a really cool, like, crime war. Yeah. So I was like, this episode's awesome. Right after episode four, I'm like, okay, this show's awesome. Like when I first started watching it. Yep. Episode one, I was like, okay, what the hell is going on? I can't. I mean, I like the storytelling in the world, but I like I don't know if I'm on board with the show yet. Episode two was cool with the Fats and Blacker stand. Episode three is like, okay, they took a step backwards. Episode 2 was awesome. Episode 3 was kind of... And then mm-hmm. episode 4, four comes and like, okay, they got the world building down now. Like, they've got the story fleshed out. We're going to get to see a cool, like, crime Next three drama. Episodes. Crime drama now. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, whatever. With lots of gangland war battle skirmishes in between until the ultimate one so and they take you uh, for a swerve on they, that they one. definitely just dis- they definitely didn't uh deliver what I expected but I still love the show and the next episode's good it's just not what I expected. Yep. i are still we'll trying to figure that. out if it's good to give fans what they expect. You know like what percentage I think to an extent of, what percentage of do you give fans what they expect and what percentage do you defy? Or like what things do you give fans what they expect? Like and I, I'm okay with
1: I'm okay with giving me fan service, yes, for and sure. And then and then subverting my expectations because if I if I'm watching a show and I'm getting everything that I expect, I, I don't. Am I going to be entertained?
0: I think I would.
1: Like I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but that it doesn't cool. it make
0: you feel good. It's like to an oh, extent, you know. I I figured this all out on my own.
1: See, but like you know? I, I like it when we see parts of stories that we know. And parts of stories that we wouldn't think be impactful within the world. Mm -hmm. Now, that might take away for some because they do want to have it force fed to them. I I want to discover new things uh, at the same time. And and so with Book of Boba, yes, they could have gone in a totally different direction and and kept to that that warfare with the, the, the Pike syndicate and all that. It's building towards that. I, yeah, I was is... really
0: expecting something with Kira coming up, you know. Yeah. I was really expecting something like all the all the fans were like, what the hell happened to her? Right. Pretty much every fan like liked Kira, right? They liked her character. And it's like, what the hell happened to her? And I was like, this is a perfect setup to bring her back. Yeah. Like I don't think you can really have a better setup. I mean, unless she's going to die before the original trilogy timeline, she but dies the, in that timeline, like in yeah. Solo Two or something. Maybe, maybe that happens. I don't know.
1: Uh, and at the same time, too, like you said, she's she's not in charge of the pikes.
0: No, but she's reporting she's, directly to Mall. Yeah. Right? So I'm sure she's above the pikes because she Maul's running
1: to... the Mall's running the syndicate, right? Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Like with Maul out of the picture. Where where does the gang, the underlords, where the does vacuum. that all stand, right?
0: The vacuum, right? Everybody Just everybody turns filling on that it.
1: vacuum. Exactly. Yeah. So interesting. So I stuff thought it and, would be her. Who knows? Maybe we maybe we see some Kira somewhere down the line, whether it's comics.
0: I'm just going to show up in like the Ahsoka show. There's just going to be one random Kira episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kira, <laughs> or, and then or maybe the Obi Wan show. She'll just yeah. be one ep, one random ep- Kira, and she's going to be the end. It's just going to be Kira doing something. Obi Wan's done. They cannot. The way body. that all the others, just the way all the stories have been going lately. Okay, so I'm totally. Ca- random character you didn't expect that's important to star wars it's gonna show up in this tv series and steal the show in the last episode so that would be so funny. obi-wan it's gonna be kira soka it's gonna be i don't know kira again grogu again maybe i don't know yeah or, or the mandalorian or maybe luke will show up and steal the show in ahsoka i don't know like i just like to see the main character of the show that it's named after do the coolest thing in the show. That's yes. really that's really it. I just want to see the, the main and I mean he does do the coolest thing. He does. Uh, I think what Grogu does is cooler than what Boba does. Don't get me wrong. Okay, the Rancor is fair. the most exciting thing I've ever seen in Star Wars. We've already spoiled the show. I know we have. Uh, the Rancor is the coolest scene I've ever seen in Star Wars. It so is pretty Grogu, damn Grogu. cool. Has a better scene with him than anything Boba does. That's fair. Not not, not to distract from what Boba does, but what Grogu does is that's even, fair. Is that's even fair. cooler. Okay, that's
1: fair. All right, let's end it before we we bust everything wide open. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's like three episodes away now. So, yeah. <laughs> all
1: right, that's that's all we got for this week on uh, Pod Racers, a Star Wars podcast. Matt, where can we find you on the uh, internet?
0: Uh you can try and find me uh, on Twitter at k e y h o h. Good luck and And on twitter in a very long time
1: yeah you can find me dso67 that's on both instagram and on twitter and of course pod underscore racers also on instagram and on twitter that'll do it for this week matt take us out of here stay
0: safe and watch star wars
1: peace out